to the second edition in this latest series of Robinson Ralph's Having a Natter. Having a Natter this week, as per usual, is me, Simon Robinson, David Silito. Hello. And doing most of the nattering this week is Chatterbox herself, Imogen, don't try and make me funny, Templeman. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Well, so, you say everyone. Uh, you, <laughs> I mean, there's you, me... And the unfortunate accidental listener. Yeah. Um, and unfortunate accidental listener, we would encourage you to turn off now. You yeah. will only regret listening further. Although maybe this will be the best ever because Imogen's going to talk about a very interesting case. I very much like to think of this podcast as the podcast versions of hospital radio. You don't really want to listen to it, but you kind of, you know, it's just on and you don't know how to turn it off. Um, a trapped listener, if you will. Um, so, so welcome. Yeah, it's quite um, a sort of nightmarish, dystopian yeah. void of a world that you've yeah. conjured up there of yeah. people forced to listen to our podcast, yeah. unable to find the the off button. Indeed, the off button doesn't exist in this Robinson Ralph podcast yeah. world. Yeah. Well, you, you can't listen to us. What 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 you're told is that the the, the off button is just around the corner. Just oh. just keep listening to one more podcast and we'll let you turn it off. And then you it's realize like an episode of Black Mirror, isn't it? Black Mirror, but like a yeah. really bad episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> just dirty know, mirror. Dirty this isn't mirror. your pitch. Yeah. This isn't your pitch to Netflix, is it? No, to Charlie no. Booker. I've got a really I've got a really bad idea for an episode <laughs> of Black Mirror. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks for cornering me in this uh, lift, Mr. Robinson. But uh, <laughs> security will see you now. <laughs> so, so on that bombshell, Imogen, I think we've built you up enough. Yeah. Would you like to tell us what case that you're going to be talking about and Dave and I are going to be sitting silently judging you on? Yes. So today we're going to discuss the case of Miss Anka Lacatus and Barclays Execution Services Limited and others, which also included two named individual managers. So the crux of this case included that one of the named managers to the claim, who was actually the claimant's line manager at the relevant time, had used sexist language referring to women as birds um, and the claimant's employment tribunal claim for direct sex discrimination was subsequently upheld. Um, the claimant in this case worked as an analyst um, at the bank um, and her claims for direct sex discrimination was successful. It also upheld her claim that the bank had failed to make reasonable adjustments, um, namely to her working hours when she became um, when she became ill. Uh, in her tribunal claim, she alleged that her line manager uh, had spoken to a female employee and named her as a bird in, in February of 2018. Um, it said that she told him this language was inappropriate and raised this at the time, but that this didn't prevent uh, the line manager from using this language. Um, he also accepted this in uh, an internal investigation and later at the tribunal as well. Um, at the tribunal, they upheld the claims and accepted that um, the claimant was offended by the expression, which was used on multiple occasions it was heard. 
The use of the phrase the tribunal went on to say was a misplaced use of irony, which inadvertently caused offence to the claimant. Um, and they said that they accepted that when it was pointed to out to the line manager in question, he ultimately got the message and stopped trying to be funny. Um, and they said that they should record that we consider it was very foolish to assume that anybody else would find that kind of language amusing. Um, the judge added that in the cold light of the tribunal room, he readily accepted that his language had been inappropriate and the tribunal found that that language was an attempt at irony, which fell flat. Um, so though, so the direct sex discrimination and failure to make reasonable adjustments was upheld. There was some other claims that was brought, including, I believe, an unfair dismissal case, which wasn't successful, um, but those claims were. Um, and they said that they found that Barclay's failure to adjust the claimant's hours is, in the tribunal's view, a serious act of discrimination and exceedingly thoughtless. Okay. So I, I thought um, it's quite a nice illustration there, isn't it, of the fact that for conduct to amount to harassment, the purpose behind the conduct, the words, doesn't have to be to offend or intimidate, uh, as long as um, it has the effect of creating the required environment, um, subject to the argument that the uh, the the the, um, the recipient of the conduct might have been hypersensitive. Um, yeah, it was no it was no defence for for the business to the harassment claim that he didn't intend to offend anyone here, was it? Exactly. And I think there's been an increase in cases of this nature where it seems that people are a lot less tolerable and especially cases of, of this like sexist trend have definitely increased in number I've seen to the tribunal as of late. Is that because of lockdown or, or, yeah, or anything I think, to do with that, do you think? I think overall during lockdown claims have definitely increased. Um, how that correlates to the sexist trends you know I'm not I'm not sure as of yet but I think people are definitely becoming um less tolerable to to this kind of treatment yeah I mean I think anecdotally I've, I've heard of claims coming through related to sexual harassment racial harassment arising from sort of electronic communication um during lockdown either whatsapp groups that have been created for work purposes and um have, have had sort of offensive jokes um shared in them um, or people perhaps not realizing that on zoom calls uh, the same boundaries really should apply as, as when you're in the office um, and, and in my view you know potentially that type of harassment has has the potential to be you know even more insidious because it's actually occurring in that person's um, home rather than simply their place of work definitely Now, last week, you recall that I shared some thoughts for all the rest of you. Um, I don't know if, Imogen, you've got some thoughts that I've got on this case or that, that, that Simon's got. I mean, if, if not, then the lack of reading our minds really does show a, a, a sort of want of preparation um, when talking about the case. So, I mean, what... So, you... Sorry. So, so Imogen, yeah, I'd like, I'd like to know what my thoughts are on that case, please. <clears throat> Well, I thought you was a ventriloquist, Dave. No, mine, re you, you're um, confusing Orville the Duck with um, Yuri Geller. And not for the first time. <laughs> Which is an easy mistake to make, I find, in life in general. I mean, we have warned you about this. 
Orville the Duck cannot bend spoons. That has been proven scientifically. Thoughts, Imogen? I don't really have any thoughts on, on that, on the, on the duck. Who do you prefer, Yuri Geller or Orville the Duck? Just generally. Who would win, who would win in a fight? Uh, the duck. The duck, yeah. I mean, it would be close, I think. It would be very close. Because he's been on years now, isn't he, Yuri Geller? Yeah, I think. Whereas Orville's ever, ever, ever young and ever green, in fact. No Orville puns intended. They were. <laughs> so, so um, this this case that we've been talking about, there was it was quite a long judgment, wasn't it? Yeah. Eighty-five pages. Yeah, it was hundred, yeah, hundred and eighty-five pages. And this bit that we've been talking about is a is a relatively small part of the of the judgment, I think, isn't it? Or at least it's yeah. part of the judgment. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's much. There's more. That this wasn't the big thing. This took up this. Th there was much more to the judgment, wasn't there? Yeah, definitely. There was really extensive written reasons for it. Yeah. So. Um, I had somebody, we put this on LinkedIn and somebody wrote, I don't know if they're being ironic or not, but they said, since when was bird sexist? I kind of thought it's always been always. sexist, hasn't it? <laughs> so I don't know whether that was, um, that was, um, yeah, I don't know if he was being ironic or, or, or not. And I think one of the, using the phrase, do not report me to HR um, is, is never a, an indication that you think you're on the right path. Especially from a line manager. Especially from a from a, a line manager, as you rightly say. Yeah, although they took that as an indication, not that he genuinely feared that he'd um, said something that should be reported to HR, but as, as an indication that he thought it was jokingly inappropriate and was jokingly saying, yeah. um, don't report me to HR, but... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, looking back, he accepts that his judgment was... Uh, well, and to be, in, fair, in fairness to him, um, the tribunal do go out of the way to say that he didn't deliberately set out to offend her, um, um, but, and also said that, is, that that would have been... That such a finding would have been inconsistent with the generous way in which he dealt with the claimant generally. So it seems like what they were saying is he was a nice bloke who... who, um, who or certainly not unfair to her... Who, who got it wrong with the use of this this word, which I suppose in, in the grand scheme of things is is relatively um, true um, less harsh than some other phrases we've used, but just goes to show that tribunals aren't willing rightly aren't willing to tolerate um, any kind of potentially or actual sexist language. Um, which which can only be a good thing, I suppose. I mean, it does. It does. It's one of these things you read and you think, I get this guy's, you know, just having a job. But I think calling a female employee a bird is is probably not something I would have expected from the nineteen eighties or nineteen seventies. Yeah, and I mean, you know, this might sound obvious, or it does, but good advice is if somebody tells you that they don't uh, they don't appreciate being spoken to in that way, find a different way to speak to them. Uh, because yes. um, otherwise you might uh, you might end up in bother. Well, absolutely. It seems like it's a uh, uh, yeah. Just just listen to what people are doing. But I suppose that, 
that kind of general rule of once, and that line as well, I think, explaining it in the cold light of the tribunal day. Once you've got to try and explain why a joke was funny, chances are you're never going to be able to, would be my general view. Yeah, although uh, in our personal lives, obviously, you know, we're more than happy to explain our jokes, aren't we, if somebody doesn't find them funny enough. Yeah, um, I mean, my general rule is that if someone's not laughing at, at, um, at one of my jokes, it's very often their fault because they they either haven't taken the time to understand it um, or they're, they're just not clever enough because, yeah. I mean, I think you and I can both agree, Dave. I mean, if, if, if you and I have been out of an evening and we've, say, between us told 50 hilarious jokes... At least. At least. And, um, you know, and they're all gold. Yeah. All gold. And, you know, we've sat there sometimes, haven't we, with Imogen looking back at us yeah, with yeah. a kind of, a kind a of look that, that screams, I wish I was anywhere else but here. Yeah. The little portable Pretty whiteboard like on the table. Yeah. Yeah. And we've just sort of thought, well, obviously Imogen hasn't understood what's happening here. She's probably not been listening. Um and, you know, we've sat about explaining the joke to Imogen at length with, with charts. And, um, and sometimes still at the end, she still even refuses to, to, to admit that the joke was funny. That's just stubbornness, in my opinion. Yeah. Just stubbornness. Anyway, there you go. So, well, yeah, fantastic. Thank you, Imogen. Imogen, that was, that was wonderful. And um, it's my turn next, isn't it, to talk about a case. So I'll yeah. pair the case and also your thoughts on the case. Yeah, please. Right. Um, we're off. Bye. Thanks very much, everyone. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye.